There we go. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? Please, I'm warm, warm. So happy to have you with us today. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. Please, thank you for joining us. You know, we're going to get started right away. Uh, how much people do we have on? We have five people on, but you know, I think people, more people are going to come in because people are waiting to hear from you today. So we're super excited to have you here. My name is Michael Asiyama, and I'm the host of Let's Talk Growth. And this is a weekly show where we talk about mental health. We connect with the community. We talk to entrepreneurs. We talk to parents. We talk to um, community mental health advocates. We talk to just everybody in the community who really cares about mental health and is doing things within their capacity to support, the, to support I guess, the initiative that we have right now, which is just to build awareness in the community. So please, as we start off today, we are using technology. So if we do cut out, Rainy, uh, Ms. Shireen, Robinson, if we do cut out, please, you know, be patient with us as you've already noticed some of the technical difficulties. Um, I'm Michael Asiyam and I'm the funder of Support and Growth. Um, and so we're super excited to have you here and I'm not even gonna get into it too much. Um, I want you to kind of just tell us about yourself and you know, then I'll kind of start from there. Okay, so uh, my name is Shireen, uh, Shireen Robinson. Uh, all my friends and family call me Rainy or by SLR. Um, everybody always asks, what is by SLR? It's literally just my initials. So it's my first name, my, my middle name, and my last name. And it's just by me. So that's what that means. Um, I'm a new mom. I'm a celebrity fashion stylist, personal shopper, fashion enthusiast, um, and I'm a, I'm a mental health advocate. So those are just like the most important things on my list being a mom is now the most important thing. So I dabble in a few things, but those are like things that I'm super, super passionate about. You know what? You said a lot of things just right there. And then you added, you're also a mother and you know what? Thank you. I know you said, you know, you're a new mom. So congratulations. Um, how's that? How's that journey going so far? I love it. I love her. Um, being a mom is like, it's one of those things that you can't really explain it until you actually experience it for yourself i have a lot of friends that are moms and they always talk about their kids and what motherhood is like to them and i'm always like oh that's so cute you know like but to feel it for myself it's like a different type of feeling and i'm so excited for every moment with her um i talk about her all the time like, i don't even talk about anything else anymore it's always just oh blake this blake that <laughs> so you know Pretty what i <laughs> the, the big thing about it is, so today we have you here because, you know, you're talking about motherhood, which is such a special journey. Um, and, you know, we respect mothers as support and growth. Like, we love all the mothers that we work with in the community. We love our mothers too, who actually help out other individuals. So we're hoping that today you could share your story um, about how you're juggling all of this. You mentioned, you know, you're a personal stylist, you're a personal shopper, you're a mental health advocate, you're a fashion enthusiast. Um, you're, you're, you're a businesswoman. You know, yeah. you're all of these different things. You know, you're a brother, you're a, si you're a sibling. I mean, you're a sister to somebody. Are you, do you have any siblings yourself? Yeah, I'm actually the baby. So I have uh, two older sisters and an older brother, and then there's me. Okay, so you're all these different things, and now you're also a parent. So just to kind of start off, right, how did you master all these different things, and how are you juggling it? I guess this is just the first question we have. Um, so, I mean, I was saying to somebody the other day that my, my daughter's only three months old, but I feel like, for the three months of her life, I've mastered it. And I know that she's constantly changing and things are gonna get different. But right now I feel like I'm really like grabbing a hold of this motherhood thing. And like, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm really, really enjoying it. And I think it's just because I love her so much. It doesn't feel like anything other than something I wanna wake up and do every day. Um, fashion is my passion. Um, well, that rhymes, okay. <laughs> so yeah, fashion is my passion. Um, 
I've always like kind of loved clothes and dressing up. And um, before I, this became my career, I was just working at Rogers in like the tele the uh, technical support department, and it was not fun for me. I didn't like it at all. And um, I was going through like a really like dark time in my life. Like it was just like the worst of the worst of everything could be happening at this moment. And like, I wasn't happy with my job. Like I was having issues in my relationship. So like, it was just a lot of things at once. Um, and God saw fit for me to be like rid of all of that stress and that drama in my life. And the opportunity came about for me to work in fashion, like as a full-time career. So I quit my job. Um, and it's kind of just been like, go, go, go ever since. You know what? Let's stop right there. You just said you quit your job, which is honestly some of, one of the scariest. Those three words, I quit my job. I quit my job. Actually, those are four words. A lot of people struggle with that, you know, because transitioning is something that makes a lot of us very, very, very uncomfortable, right? So I know you have a passion. You had a passion, and you said you were able to turn it into a full-time job. Talk, tell us more about that journey. Like, how did it go from passion, interest, to something that, you actually knew you could monetize off of it and actually do something with it. So I, I didn't even think about making it a career or making money or anything off of it until the moment actually like came. I didn't like sit down like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be a stylist. Like that's, the, I, that's what I'm gonna. I didn't even know that styling was a thing where you could make money, where you could make a career out of it. I didn't know until it hit me in that very moment, like wow, like this could be it for me. Because even when I was quitting my job, I still wasn't sure. Um, and I didn't tell anybody, I didn't text anybody, I didn't ask anybody's opinion because I didn't want anybody to talk me out of it. Mm. I was just, this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna do it and it's gonna be done. And whatever happens, happens at this point. But I'm gonna take this opportunity and I'm gonna run with it. Like who knows when I'm gonna get another one. So, so, who, so how does opportunity for your dream job just come out of nowhere like you got to tell us more because we know these job opportunities i'm waiting and it doesn't just show up at your front door how did you prepare yourself for this and how did they find you it doesn't um and I, so that's why i say that god is like a big part of my story and just my life and my journey because um he has been placing this journey in my life like he's been creating this journey in my life from the moment i was born um and i feel it now not that i know but i feel it now more than ever because um my best friend i've known her my entire life our parents are best friends so um i've known her my entire life and you know she moved away with her family um and she met the love of her life and the two of them together have become such a power couple um in the whole world and that is literally where i got my break um she never forgot about me she never left me out she always thought about like including me and once she realized that fashion is something that i was super super passionate about and at this time i was literally just like putting outfits together, clipping, like taking items from different online websites and then photoshopping them into this, this, this white page and creating outfits. And that's literally what I was doing. I was on the phone at Rogers and I was doing my fashion, my fashion lays at the same time. And then I started posting them on Instagram. I would just send them to my friends privately. And then they were like, you should post these. These are really good. And I was like, uh, I don't really know. But the moment I started posting them, I created an Instagram page. Uh, people started following me, liking the stuff, like hitting me up like, hey, like I have somewhere to go. Like, what should I wear? Or what do you think of this item? Or do you know where I can find this? And I was like, whoa, like, mm. actually 
care about my opinion when it goes like that's crazy um and at the time i wasn't doing it for that gratification i was just doing it because it's something that i was so passionate about and it would take my mind off the crazy day at work or take my mind off the fact that i didn't really want to be sitting at this desk that i would rather be doing something else um and she was just like i really like your outfits like come come uh come to the bay and come put some outfits together for us and that was literally how it started okay so okay so let's, let's just start let's just let's just go back because you told i mean i'm trying to follow right now so you were doing this as a hobby, you know, posting outfits, putting different things together. You know, your friends close to you were kind of seeing this. They're like, oh, that's dope. And then I guess some close people to you that actually were very interested and they kind of, you know, brought it up for you. Um, so if you don't mind sharing, like, you know, who are you doing the styling for and who, was, who saw you? Um, so I'm, I see a lot of my friends and family in here, so they already know. Um, but to the world, I work very closely with the Curry family. So Stephen uh, Curry plays for the plays for the Golden State Warriors. Um, and Aisha Curry, she's a chef, author, mother, uh, TV producer, executive producer, like she, she magazine owner. Like she wears so many hats. Um, but at the time where they uh asked me to you know come and work for them they weren't um they weren't as famous i would say famous but to me they're to, to me they're not famous because they're like my friends and my family but they weren't as popular and famous as they are right now so we've literally like they've literally taken me on the journey from like zero to 100 with them every step of the way and as their careers uh, you know, elevated, so did mine. So, you know, I'm very, very blessed that they have never, ever left me out. And um, no, the, they believed the, You know, a, a lot of people get opportunities and then they're not able to take advantage of it or they don't show up, right? So how did you manage the pressure? Because, you know, a lot of times people want things, but then they get it. And then it's like, you know, you know, like imposter syndrome comes in because you're in a very competitive industry. So how did you manage that? Um, I'm actually still managing that to this day. Um, and it's something that I speak to my mom and my close friends about often, just making sure that I am showing up and that I'm not just doing what I'm supposed to do, that I'm doing more. I'm going above and I'm going beyond, you know? And um, I feel like sometimes that's kind of, that's kind of left out when you are blessed to work with friends or family. There's kind of like this comfort level. Um, but I try to always stay above that comfort level. Like I never want to be too, be too comfortable. I constantly want to be evolving. And if I'm not working with them or for them, I'm working on myself and other projects because, you know, I'm trying to build an empire for myself. That opportunity was where I started. It's, it's still currently where I am, but I don't want that to be where it ends for me. There's so, so much that I want to do. So, I know there's a saying that says you don't do business with you don't do friends with business friends business with friends. So I mean, how did this apply to you, and what do you have to say about that? Um. So I agree with. To be honest, I agree with that statement. But this situation is unlike many others. Um, the relationship that I have with them, uh, kind of makes it so much e like it just makes it easier to work with. It makes me want to work harder. It makes me want to make them proud. You know, it makes me want to uh, represent for them in like every sense of the word. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm with, like I'm a representation of them. Not only are they my employers, but they're my friends and my family that I love, the godparents to my kid, you know? So it's like, 
um, it for it makes me want to level up even more. It, it I don't feel like I'm, I don't want to settle, you know. And to mm -hmm. see them work as hard as they work every single day, like if you don't even want to sit down and be not doing anything, you want to work. You it makes you want to go harder. You have to surround yourself with that those people that want to keep you motivated, that want you to stay motivated for yourself, you know. So I'm you know I'm what so. Let's talk about pressure because I mean I want to get at it because you know we are this is a mental health you know platform so pressure is something that a lot of times people as once again you deal with you know so you are being your your products your pieces are it's all over the world now right I'm sure people are approaching you like once again like how do you deal with that you know because I didn't think you answered that like you're dealing with pressure the whole world a lot of times people people don't even want social media because of the likes you're getting. You have over twenty thousand, you know, followers and stuff. So, how do you handle all of that? You know, and people reaching out to you. How do you man How do you manage all of that? So, um, I have a hard time delegating. So, I was managing that very poorly in the beginning because it's just like, on top of like the anxiety that I feel on a daily basis, I put I have like twice as much anxiety in my work. So I don't like, I don't trust people when it comes to my business. I don't like delegating tasks. I don't like, oh, you know, I, I don't have an assistant. I don't have, um, like, I don't have any of that. So I've literally built this business for myself from the ground up. And um, it's hard to not be too hard on yourself and to stay level-headed. I'm really hard on myself. So it's it's like you want to give up, but you can't. Like your, Like your mental is telling you like, you can't handle this. It's becoming too much for you. Take a step back, but you still have a job to do. Mm -hmm. So I tend to like have to quiet my mind and everything around me. So I try to meditate. I listen to gospel music. I pray, but the pressure is never ending. And then on top of the fact that they're, they're my friends, there's this added pressure that like, maybe you're not that good at your job because it was handed to you or maybe mm. you're not your job because you work for your friends or with your friends or maybe you don't deserve this position because this is who you're friends with you know and so I'm constantly having to prove to myself and to the world I feel like that there's so much beyond more beyond me just working with my friends you know so, you know I'll tell you this because a lot of times people think it's easy to do anything right but I believe that opportunity will find you if you are prepared you know, Absolutely. so there's opportunity all all around us, but a lot of times why people don't see it or get recognized is because they're not prepared for it. So it's like walking around, you don't have your elevator pitch ready. You meet people all the time that could change your life, but because of the lack of preparation, you don't even know this. So for anybody that's listening, be prepared for that, you know? So you were putting out your stuff, you were preparing yourself, and this is why when it came, you were able to take advantage of it. So definitely anybody who's telling you that, you know, because of association. Association does lead to a lot of greatness. So, but really you were prepared. And as I said, you turned an interest, a passion into a, a career. So my next qu question is, you know, you just, you say your child is three months old, Blake, if I'm correct, right? So you, Blake was born during the pandemic, you know, and um, during the, one of the most special, diff, like transformational time of our life right now. So what is the hardest part of having a newborn baby, running a business and, you know, transitioning into parenthood um, during a pandemic? Whoa, so, okay, on top of being pregnant, uh, being pregnant during this pandemic was the hardest thing I think I've had to deal with, like, in a really long time. Um, 
my pregnancy in the beginning was really, really bad. Um, I was really sick, uh, super emotional, um, just the worst of the worst in my opinion. So I was already quarantining myself for months before the actual quarantine. Mm. So add like three months of being in the house before the three months that we were supposed to be, that we were stuck in the house. So I was literally going crazy. I had to wake up in the morning and have conversations with myself like, do not slip into this dark hole. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can't do it. You know, like, and I promise if I did not have Blake in my stomach, I don't know what, where, or how I would have ended up, like, during the pandemic, just with my mental state and being stuck in the house with the four walls and just everything seems to repeat itself and become redundant. It's like, your mind starts to like play on repeat at the same time you you wake up and whatever stress you have you think about that same stress every day yeah. all day 24 7 because nothing else to do so um it's, it was a blessing and a curse like i was literally going stir crazy but because i was pregnant and i knew that i had to be good for my baby it forced me to not fall into that dark place that I'm very, very, very easy, easily susceptible to falling into those because, you know, I do struggle with mental health anxiety and depression. So anything that kind of starts to trigger those emotions in me, I have to push myself away from that. And, you know, thank you very much. And, you know, we appreciate you sharing and being so vulnerable to share about, you know, just your challenges a bit. And we really... Um, it's always so it's, it's just powerful when somebody's able to share so freely because we all kind of learned that this process it's not easy for anybody to kind of do so um, once again thank you so what are some of the, th the tips that you have just for staying organized just for kind of taking care of yourself per se um just like the little things so for me like doing my facial routine in the morning and at night like just like the little things that i look forward to it's important to make sure that you can still fit those things in because you might not know it at the time but they do bring you a little bit of joy and it brings you a little bit of normalcy um it makes you feel like yourself um i like to make a lot of lists i write things down um i have notebooks all over my house with like just lists and lists of things that i either thoughts that I don't want to forget or things that I have to do for the week or the day. I have them in my phone as well. So I'm a big, big list keeper. Um, I have a lot of friends and family that also help to hold me accountable mm -hmm. uh, and keep me organized, if, especially if there's something important that is going on. I'm like, hey, can you remind me to do this? I finally work with a team now. So um, I'm able to delegate some tasks and uh, lessen the load on, on myself because um, she helps me so much. Her name is Frida, Free Dreams Management. Shout out to you. Um, so, yeah, those are like staying organized. I'm not really that much of an organized person in my personal life, but in my career, I have no choice but to be organized. So, that's like a whole other conversation of how to stay organized as a stylist. That's like. So, pretty much like you've also had to add support to really kind of help you, especially as you've transferred and now you also have a uh, child. You've yeah. grown your practice to kind of bring people, um, your business to kind of have somebody else also help you. So, and that's good, delegating is critical because sometimes we think we could do everything, right? So it's good yeah. to have a team to kind of help with some of the business. Absolutely, I felt, like maybe, I felt like I was reaching a point where if I didn't delegate or if I didn't get help, that it would hurt me more than it would help me. 
So I had to like really find somebody that I trust to work with um, that I know is gonna like help me elevate my business and my brand, so. Okay, so big question now. So, I mean, we're here as a fashion, we're talking fashion today. See, I came on, I have my one shirt buttoned down. I'm trying to stay with you. I'm trying to have the fashion going. So let's talk fashion tips. What are your top fashion tips? Oh, top fashion. Listen, the only, when it comes to fashion, there's no rules. That's the one thing I think people kind of don't really, there's no rules. Fashion is whatever makes you feel happy, whatever makes you comfortable, whatever you look good in, whatever you look great in. That is fashion. Um, like I say that I'm a self-proclaimed uh, self fashion, fashion enthusiast because I just do what I what I want to do, you know? So I would say it's always comfort over anything else. If you are mm -hmm. not wearing, you should probably change because it's going to show on your whole body. You're not going to walk with the confidence that you need to walk with. So A, just make sure you're comfortable. Um, always have a few stable pieces. So your favorite jacket, your favorite pair of jeans. Uh, for guys, like your favorite dress shirt. For girls, one of like your favorite dresses banging you look good in it always have some staple items always do a double check before you leave the house you never know have a mirror upstairs and downstairs like right before you walk out the door so you can do that double take sorry might be, no, might be. Okay. <laughs> um she's not by herself she's okay but okay. You know, mom, mom ears yes. no um and yeah, I would say like the biggest advice that I always give to people, it's not what you wear, it's how you wear it. And mm. you know, always be comfortable in yourself. And for me, one of the things that's so important is that when I look good, I feel good. So um, even on my days where I'm like sad or I'm not feeling like myself or, you know, I'm a little bit depressed, like I'll get dressed up. I might not go anywhere, but I get dressed up and... Yes, I'm the girl who gets dressed up and then goes on Snapchat, like, singing songs for no reason. That's me. But this just makes me feel good. So, you know, um, when you look good, you feel good. You know, and we're going to be taking questions. So if anybody has questions, please just put it in our queue down um, on the chat. Um, and I'll be taking them up. I know there's a few that's already come already. So um, they say style repeats itself. You know, we've seen, you know, we, we've had retro. I know there's a couple of style, you know, fashionistas in the segment right now. Uh, you know who you are, but honestly, like, what do you foresee as, you know, what's up next for us? Oh, my goodness. The way that things are going, I'm not even sure. I'm a little even worried about what's coming next with fashion. Like, I see Kanye post some prototypes of his new, um, like, his new shoes and his new sunglasses, and I'm like, I don't get it. But yeah. it works for but that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to, what works for you is works for you. And what works for some don't work for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but we have seen, like, a lot of trends come back. Like, the chokers, the the wide leg jeans, the bell bottoms. I used to hate bell bottoms. Like, I, my mom used to buy bell bottoms and I used to hate them. Now, I'm like, oh, this is a nice pair of bell bottoms. I can rock these. Like, they're all coming back. The sequins, the fringe, furs. Like, everything is going to make its way back it like it's hard to say what's coming next but i can say that what is coming next next is super innovative and it's either you like it or you don't okay you know what so what i mean what kind of budgets does a person need to have to work with you because you know a lot of us we're trying to build up our you know our, our personal brand and branding is everything by right? the way you express yourself and put yourself out there um so what kind of budget does a person need to have to access you you don't have to have any specific budget i work with okay. all of life i work with celebrities i work with 
uh, regular nine to fivers. I work mm -hmm. dancers. Um, you know, like I can work within any budget. If you if you come to me and you're like, you know, I have a dinner to go to next week, and you know my budget's a hundred dollars, I'll do my darndest to get you what you need for a hundred dollars because you deserve to look good and you deserve to feel good. So um, I don't like when people think that if you don't have a certain amount of money, you can't look good. Or if you don't have a certain amount of money, you can't hire me. Like, no, that's not the case. Not with me, particularly. I don't know if that's what that's like for other people. But for me, um, as, as long as you know what you want to look like, or you have some idea, or, you know, you're willing to go on this journey with me, because it's also not easy. then mm -hmm. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. So I mean, how often so you put together, you know, outfits for people. I know, as you said, like for me, I'm super, I get uncomfortable when I have to like, I could wear a black shirt all day. Do you ever yeah. find that challenge where you're putting together stuff for your clients and they're like, what is this? What am I like? I can't wear this. Like, this is weird for me, you know? So how do, how do you kind of deal with that kind of challenge? Well, it's actually funny because um, sometimes when I work with Stefan, we do like pre-planned outfits. So I'll go in, we'll do one large fitting. Sometimes we'll have anywhere between like 15 and 30 looks. And that's like head to toe. So that's, you know, t-shirt, jeans, shoes, socks. Wow. And um, so we'll do that. And he'll, I'll leave him with a lookbook pretty much that kind of outlines every single look, every item. Um, and then kind of have them hung in, in his closet in some area where he can grab them really easily. So uh, sometimes, you know, when the games are on and I see him walking through the tunnel and I'm like. You're supposed to wear that. That's not what I told you to wear. <laughs> That's not what we discussed. And okay. there's nothing I can do about it because I'm seeing him in real time on TV. So I'm like, That's not the right hat. That's not the right scarf. Or those jeans, those are the wrong jeans. But what he does is he just goes back to what he's comfortable with. That's so it. pick up one of his comfortable jeans and put it with one of the outfits. But it doesn't work like that because it doesn't look the same at all. But you just go with what you're comfortable with, right? Mm -hmm. So like, a fair pa favorite pair, pair of jeans, they fit you well. You're always going to want to revert back to those, right? So that is sometimes a challenge. And at the point, at that point, it's already on TV. It's already the photos are already taken like there's nothing I could do about it so I'll sit there and I'll like my mom's laughing right now because she knows I'll call her I'm like you know did you see that did you see the outfit I didn't know, put that together. that's not the jacket that I chose everything else is exactly what I picked but it's like the one-off item that like changes everything the shoes the jeans the jacket it also is a it is a guy thing as well it's not just like a fashion thing that's just how guys are. We're very simple, like, you know, one pair of jeans I'm good with, just change the shirt, black shirt, white shirt, that's it. Yes, exactly. So that is a challenge. Um, and just, like, getting people to um, just be open, you know? Like, that's a question that I ask in a, in a consult. I'm like, like, how open are you to trying something new? Um, and hopefully they say yes, because then I will, that's when I will tap into my creative senses. Working as a stylist, it's not always about what you want. It's you're working for your client, right? So you have to remember that it's really not about what you're like, what you think of fashion. You're you're gonna be honest and tell them whether it looks good or not. But if they're saying they don't like red, like don't pull them a whole bunch of red outfits because you like it, you know. So I guess we'll start taking some of the questions. So what makes you special in, in comparison to other competitors in your industry? Um, makes you unique. 
what makes me i would say my personality is what makes me unique because at the end of the day being a stylist is we all do the same we all do the same job right um we all most of us have access to the same things in the store we have depending on who you work with or for we have access to the same designers right so it's like we're all kind of on a level playing field in a certain sense. I think what t sets me apart from other people is the experience, the overall experience that you get mm -hmm. with me when we're on this journey, because we're going to do a consult, we're going to do a fitting, then sometimes we're going to do shopping and then, you know, we might end up doing another fitting. So we're going to be spending quite a bit of time together, whether it's via text or FaceTime or in mm -hmm. person. Think that the vibe and my energy that I give off to my clients is what sets me apart from anybody else and like a vibe and a personality like that's something that you can't get anywhere else you know so that's what sets me apart I think from everybody else um just like it's nothing technical it's just it's all about a vibe and the energy that you bring okay all right so be yourself you're doing you're bringing yourself to your job and that's what's making you different you know in terms of your energy and how you're making other people feel comfortable as they're taking the advice from you and taking on new looks and that's one of the most you know critical things in, at least in the counseling sector just being grounded and knowing what you bring in terms of your uniqueness and just you know really learning to work with people um from i guess a grounded place so i mean i'm gonna ask the question i know people are listening a lot of people are you you i mean you have a lot of followers because you know a lot of times we don't get this much traffic so thank you once again for even being on um but the thing is, a lot of times, right now, a lot of people are struggling to make ends meet financially. Yeah. What is your advice for somebody who's trying to start a side hustle? Because we know raising a child is expensive, period. So there's people who have three, four jobs. This is Toronto. Toronto is in comparison to many different economies right now in terms of you know, the LAs, the London. So everybody's having to have a career and also have a vision to do something that would actually give them more time to have with their children, etc. So give us an advice on somebody you did it you went from your career you transitioned so what is your you know one two three for somebody who's listening um and yeah uh so a few tips i would say is um a side hustle is still a job so it's important that if you're going to start your side hustle that you're serious about starting it because you're going to have to invest a lot of time you're going to also have to invest a lot of money like i think people kind of sometimes um like get side hustle and like get quick get rich quick thing like they get them mixed up you know mm -hmm. so side hustle is also something that you're passionate about it's something that you work on sometimes while you're doing your nine to five until you can quit your nine to five you know but make sure that whatever you're whatever you're selling whatever product or service that you're providing that you market it in a way that sets you apart from everybody else and i say that because right now everybody's on the same wave in the sense that we need a side hustle like look how things change so quickly during covid like now oh, exactly i gotta think about what else i can do i have to tap into my talents so right now you're seeing so many businesses popping up and for me i see all these businesses pop up but the ones that catch my eyes where i'm like oh that's a good that was a good promo or that was some good marketing or look at this event they promoted their product in such a good way like that's the stuff that i look at so i would say you know make sure you kind of have a plan of what you want to market or how you want to sell yourself or your product and make try to make it so that it sets you apart from everybody else if it's if you're mm. providing service, just make sure that your vibe your energy the experience that you're providing your customer or your client is something that they walk away like i want to experience that again 
So that's something you have to think about when starting a side hustle. Okay, so don't so think you, right either. That does not that doesn't always happen either. Okay, so um, so don't think you're gonna make money overnight. Be ready to put your all into it. Yeah. Um, so what about people who are starting, but they're afraid? They're afraid of failure. They're afraid of how much work they have to do. Uh, been there. I see so many of like people I know in the comments that are doing so many things for themselves right now, but we can all say it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it don't, it don't give up. Don't be too scared, but cause fear holds you back and you know, you miss half the shots that you don't take. But I think we've all been at that point where we're thinking of starting something or doing something, but we're just scared, uh, scared of failing or scared of how people are going to react to it or, is it going to be good enough? What are people going to say? But like I said, you have to take that leap of faith. And, you know, if it's if it's meant for you and it's something that's for you, it's always going to be for you. So you're going to take that leap of faith and it's going to work. Or you're going to take the leap of faith and it might not. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to work ever. It just might not. It might not be the right time. You have to go back to the drawing board, make a few tweaks, change a few things and try again. But fear is a natural feeling that everybody feels, but don't let it hold you back. You only fear certain things for so for so long. And then, you know, we have to shake it off. So how much has you doing you affected your overall mental health? Me doing me, like, as far as, like, my career? As, my... as at starting your business. Okay, so... Um... How, how much has that affected your mental health? You know, you doing you affected just your overall mental health? actually um and when you're on a when you're when you struggle with mental health and anxiety you're always on constant journeys there's never one door that's completely closed there's always lingering things so um the moment i stopped caring about how my decisions in my life and like my my business would affect other people and started thinking about how it would affect me first that changed a lot for me. Um, I had to start thinking, uh, like, for myself, in a sense, to, it's, it's hard to explain because you, you battle with your own thoughts, like, when, when you deal with mental health, you know? It's like, you, it's two sides of you talking to yourself, in, in a sense. So it's, not so, it's not even really the outside conversations. It's, like, your own self that you're, you're, you're battling against. So... Once I realized that I could talk my negative self out, I could talk the negative out of myself, part of, part of me out of myself. That was the, one of the things. Stop caring about what people think. Um, protect your peace, protect your energy. Boss up. Like, there's people that will try to take advantage of you in your, in your job because they think you don't know what you're doing. You have to boss up. Make those bosses and say yes, say no. I'm not going to do this. Because when, you know, you get those situations where I've been in, I've taken jobs where I've been taken advantage of, I've been overworked and underpaid, stressed out, crying, on the phone with FedEx and all these people trying to find packages to end up not getting paid for a job where that two weeks where I was working on that, on that job, I probably had like 13 mental breakdowns. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it, at the time, I'm thinking it's going to be worth it for me. But at the end, it's not, right? But now I know I can kind of gauge those situations. I'm like, that's not an opportunity that I want because it's not good for my mental health right now. I can't take that opportunity because I don't think it's going to be worth the stress right now. It's okay to say that. You don't have to take every opportunity. Okay.
in your mind, you can't produce good work. Okay. So, I mean, wow, you know, and I appreciate you being so vulnerable and just sharing your stories powerfully. You know, I love these conversations. Um, so what's the favorite part about doing your job? I mean, you're working, you work as a celebrity stylist, you're doing a lot of us, our childhood dreams, which is really to be under the light, see our vision, our products on people, the whole world. I know last year during the NBA finals, your, some of your outfits were being displayed constantly for the entire Toronto to see. How does that feel? Like, tell anybody who's dreaming right now, what is that feeling of when you work hard and you actually get what you want? Uh, it's, you, can't, you can't really explain it. I'm, a, I'm an emotional person. Like, in every sense of the word, I'm an emotional person. I feel everything really hard. So just as much as I cry when I'm stressed out, I cry when I'm happy. Like, and sometimes I'll see a picture pop up or, for example, like, when my, uh, I got put, my, my looks made it into um, InStyle magazine for the, for the ESPYs. I just looked at the article and I just started crying. I was just like, I, like, I can't believe it. Like, you know, so it's, I don't have words. I actually can't explain what, what it is, but it makes you want to go harder because you want to feel that feeling over and over and over. over again. And in order to feel that feeling, you gotta, you gotta do good work. You gotta produce something. You gotta work. You gotta grind. So when I hit one milestone, it, I enjoy it for as long as I can. But immediately, my mind is like, what is my next, how am I going to get my next fix? Like, how am I going to get this feeling again? What am I going to do? What, what, you know, like, the next job, what am I going to do differently, like, to make sure that I get it, kill it the next time? So I think the feeling is kind of like, you can't describe it, but it makes you want to go harder. It doesn't make you want to stop. It doesn't make, well, for me. Because everybody's different. It doesn't make me want to stop. It doesn't make me want to chill. It doesn't make me want to take a break. It makes me want to go, 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 go. So. You know what? Just talking to you, sometimes you look at somebody's Instagram, you see the success, you see the following, you don't understand it, right? But now that I'm talking to you and I'm reading people's comments, how people are really reacting to you, your energy is pure, it's consistent. So I know why you, your energy is the business. Um, and honestly, it's just amazing to connect with you. So what's next for shireen robinson and bysl ah oh, man honestly right now the amount of things that i have going on in my brain um not only just for me i was literally talking to my mom early earlier today and i was like everything that i want to do right now it's not even for me anymore like it's literally for my daughter like everything that i ever thought about wanting to do i'm gonna touch it i'm gonna try at least you know, it might not work, but you know, the next thing might work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap into everything that I've ever wanted to tap into. The sky is the limit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm in a position right now, in my in a good place mentally. Uh, like I'm healthy. I, I have a, a amazing support system. Um, my career is in a good place right now, um, where I can try to tap into all those things that I've ever wanted to. And um, I have so many goals and so many things that I want to achieve. And the only way that I'm going to get to those goals or get those things that I want to achieve is by working hard. So I don't really have a choice at this point. Like I have a, I have a daughter that I want to see. I want her to see that, like, you know, your mom didn't always have it easy. It doesn't matter what I look like on social media. It doesn't matter what I show on social media. But if you know me in my personal life, you, you know the struggles that I've gone through as far as like my mental health is concerned and like 
I was my own worst enemy at a point in time. Um, so I just want her to see that you could literally do it all. You could be at rock bottom and then, you know, you could flourish. So it's just, everything's for her right now. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Just look out for me. Look out for her too, because she's going to be famous somehow. She gonna, yes. She's a brilliant kid already at three months, I know. So just look out for her in like 10 years. All right. We're going to be looking out for her. So, you know, really, I think you framed your life story in such a way that gives so much hope. Just even listening to you, I'm feeling your energy come through the screen. And really, you're just talking so much positivity. Your energy, once again, as I said, is pure. But what about somebody who, you know, is in a situation right now, you know, they're even enter entering motherhood um, and they don't, they don't feel as confident with the process, you know? Um, what do you have to say? Um, I don't know if it's, I, I'm gonna speak for myself where, I'm, where, I, where I say, I don't know if there's ever a level where you'll be comfortable because before I, I would like, maybe five years ago, I would have never been having this conversation with you. Even if it was, even if it was brought to me, I probably would have said, you know, I'm not gonna do it because of my fear and being my, my own worst enemy. And I wasn't always a positive person. Like I spewed negativity. Like it was, it was always woe is me. Or like, I always thought the worst, expected the worst, you know? I was known for being a negative person. And um, now that I'm not like that anymore, I can see like the energy that that attracts. And maybe that's why things weren't going that great in my life, but, um, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So even if you're uncomfortable and uncomfortable feelings forces change. That's also what made me take a shift in really focusing on getting better for my mental health because I was at the point where I was just so uncomfortable. I woke up uncomfortable, uncomfortable in my body and my thoughts, everything. And I was really just tired of feeling like that. Like there, you reach a point where you're just tired and the only thing you want to do is figure out how to switch it. So it's the same thing with your career. You're going to get to the point where you're, you know, you might be at that job where you're super uncomfortable. You're, you're really tired of going there every day. And you're like, this is going to make me work for myself. I'm tired. I'm not going back. And that's going to be the day where you start your business and your business starts to boom. You never know. So don't always think of the uncomfortable feeling as being negative because it could be the universe's way uh, to pushing you into really push for what you want. Wow. Wow. That's deep. That's powerful. So just to summarize, you know, uncomfortable feelings bring change. And if you're ready, that change could be the best thing that's ever happened to you. And then two, if you put out positivity, you're going to get that positive positivity back. And I'm going to like, that is something that people used to say to me. And I used to be so upset. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Don't tell me that. That's not true. I don't want to hear. I don't believe in that. Like, you know, when you're in a dark place, Hearing the positive things is something that you don't want to hear all the time, right? So I used to hate when people used to tell me, oh, Shireen, be positive and you'll get positive things. I was like, eh, I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me that. I don't want to hear it. But honestly, it's, it's true. Wow. It you know what? You killed this interview. This is probably one of my favorite interviews by far. Your energy. I'm listening. I'm reading the comments. and I'm super excited. Let me just even check out if we have any questions. Okay, so we have one question here, um, and it says, one, I'm 18, and I want to start a career in fashion. What do I do next? What have you done? <laughs> okay, what have you done? Okay, 
um, where, where, what have you done? I, I don't, I can't answer that question because I don't, I don't know what you've already like where you you started. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. Tech, you see technology, right? Got it. Okay. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Yeah. So you, the question I had asked you, um, you were you were talking about a person who is starting, and um, okay, you could go. Um, so yeah, like I said, I worked at Old Navy. Those are like the stepping stones. So if you've made like zero steps at all, like if you, if you're starting at the very, very bottom, you got to start somewhere, I would say. So, um, try a retail store, look for an internship. Um, I hate the way that the industry and the world is set up nowadays because to get an internship, it's like, you have to be getting it for credits at school and things like that. And that was always my issue. So I went to school, I went to Carleton for three years, um, and I studied psychology, but I didn't really love psychology, you know, so I was always looking for jobs in the fashion industry. And all the internships, you had to, you know, get them, you had to, to be, um, to be considered, it has to be for credits for school. Didn't apply to me because, you know, it's just psychology, fashion. Exactly. So that was something that I hated about interning. That's why I never did. So I had zero interning experience. Like I literally re Google, um, I used to buy online courses. Uh, I used to Google everything. I used to buy books like, um, business for dummies and stuff like that, like just to teach myself the basics. So you have to start there, especially if you don't have any other resources to tap into. That's where I started. And it wasn't until I started working on sets and meeting people where I was able to build like a network of people that I could tap into. Um, original, in the beginning, it was just me and the internet. So if again, start there, research everything that you need to know. Um, and then on top of that, if you are interested in styling, start styling, dress yourself up, take pictures, post them on Instagram, dress your friends up, take pictures, post them on Instagram. Um, it really just depends on what you want to do. Um, but definitely look for like an internship or um, just like Instagram is the, is the best tool that we have right now because you could literally DM your favorite influencer and they could literally be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. You never know, right? So you just gotta, you have to try so what about people like that want to do it but they're not you know i i also like that question and your response to it because i feel like a lot of people they don't know and they're not willing to do what it takes to get there they're not willing to grind and intern and volunteer maybe their chest is a little bit too high so what do you what is what do you have to say in terms of like how humble must you be in the beginning if you want to even have a chance to live out your dream well um as clear as the saying is it's like you have to humble yourself you know you have to come from humble beginnings um and I'm, I'm a stylist now. I work with celebrities. I've been, you know, in rooms with super famous people, but there's still no job that I won't do. Um, I'm still going to get down on my hands and my knees and I'm going to lotion your legs. You're ashy. I got lotion. I'm going to lotion your legs. I'm not waiting for the makeup artist. I'm not waiting for your assistant. I'm not waiting. I'm going to do it. I'm not waiting for my assistant. I'm going to do it. You know, um, I do the groundwork. I go to the dry cleaners. I drop the packages off. I'm in the store by myself with 13 bags. Like, you know, I do the groundwork. You have to want to do the groundwork. And when I tell, like, when I have um, young people that come and they ask me questions and I tell them, like, I still do these things for myself. It's like, oh, wow. You know, because the job, I do intern jobs. Well, I should have an intern, but I don't. I do it all, right? So 
you have to humble yourself. You have to be willing to work. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to always be fun. You're not always going to get the fun jobs. You're not always going to get the jobs where you get to express your client or yourself fashionably. Like sometimes you get jobs where you have to follow a protocol and get exactly what they want. Um, and you, you have to be willing to do that. So you made a good point. A lot of people don't want to put the work in and that's a lot of the times like people aren't successful. They ask themselves like, you know, why am I not further or why this or why that? And it's like, sometimes it's because you're just not doing the work and it's just, you're doing the bare minimum. You know what? I'm extending this show a bit because you said, and I like, I think you have some gems that you need to talk about, you know? So you said that at one point you were a very negative person. And this negativity was something that a lot of people, even your friends, would mention to you. Mm -hmm. And then you said the reason why you're, what makes you unique in your business is who you are. And then you spoke about positivity. Can we talk about why some people are not getting what they want? And maybe that having to do with just you not being able to even track the opportunity because of maybe the negativity that we're spewing out every single day. Yeah. Um, it's like I said, when people used to tell me that I was like, I don't want to hear that. Like, you know, it doesn't really make sense, but, um, what you put out, not only just your energy, but how you treat people, um, how you nurture, how you treat the person at the grocery store that, you know, pushes the carts, you know, how you treat the delivery person or the waitress at the store, at the, at the restaurant. All, all these things really go into how your life makes a full circle. And I'll say that, you know, I, I, I'm a strong, I, I'm a, I have a strong faith. I'm a spiritual person. Um, I've, you know, I know God and he's a big part of why I'm even able to have these conversations so openly and freely. But, you know, he sends his blessings around. So, you know, you get what you give. God doesn't sleep. You know what I'm saying? He will continue to bless you. You might you might feel like you're not getting the blessings that you deserve right now and in this moment, but I'm telling you that's because God has something that is bigger for you. It's not the right time yet. So you just got to wait. Um, and I think that a lot of people have a hard time stepping outside themselves and looking at themselves. So maybe I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't have openly and confidently been able to be like, you know, I was a negative person. I would have been like, no, I wasn't. I'm not negative. I wasn't negative. But the fact that I'm able to admit that, you know, yeah, I was a negative person. That opens the door for me to get more blessings and more positive okay. in my life, which is what you need. Right. So um, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. You have to, certain things you can't really talk about. You have to explain it. You, I mean, you have to experience it. So like I've experienced it for myself. And I think that a lot of the things that are happening in my life and a lot of the blessings that, you know, I, I have in my life, it's simply because I made that change to treat myself better and to treat others better and be mindful of my actions and how I treat people and the things that I say. So, um, and that's something. You're in the relation. You're in the relationship industry, so you are. You have to. You know, your business is based on relationship building because you're trying to get people to wear your outfit. But you, as you said, you're dealing with people, humans specifically, right? So if you're a negative person, that would affect your business. Yeah. So you had to grow yourself first for this opportunity to even make sense, or actually for you to be successful at it. Absolutely. Because I didn't, because I was so negative and angry and sad and depressed, like I didn't talk a lot. So 
like networking was something that I never seen myself doing because I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know how to approach people. Um, and that was a lot of because I never did. Like I spent so many years like kind of suffering in silence and keeping a lot of my thoughts to myself and not really talking to a lot of people about things. So when it came time to putting myself out there and building my business and my brand, that's one thing that a lot of my peers said to me, they were like, you have to network, Shereen. Like, you have to do it. You have to open up your mouth. You, you got to talk. You got to speak. So I had to work on that. And that was a part of me just, like, not being so hard on myself um, and just, like, ridding myself of the negative thoughts, you know? Because you have negative outside thoughts, but then you also have the negative thoughts that you have, like, within yourself which is just, it's just as much as the battle, you know? You know what? Um, I'm super happy that, you know, and I'm glad you came on for a second sec um, segment. Um, but really, you're saying so much gems, you know, just to really help people who are, um, in a sense, being challenged to grow, being challenged to kind of look at themselves, being challenged to reflect, being challenged to actually identify um, some of their own um, areas of need where they need to actually pay critical attention to in efforts to, actually get closer to their passion. So before you even start pursuing this passion, sometimes there's little repairs that you have to do or be open to do to really kind of help you get there. And I'm so happy that you're using your story to really talk about it because a lot of times we have these things that we want to pursue, but not knowing that we have to prepare ourselves. And you did that preparation. And you know, the thing about it, as you said, you still continuously keep working on it. So thank you for sharing that. That's the thing. Like, I didn't know that this is what I was preparing for. So that's why I know that there's a bigger, greater, grander scheme of journey of things like to come in the years because I think now that I went through all those years of darkness and sadness and just not knowing my place in the world that like God was preparing me for this. Um, but I didn't know at the time. But now, like, you know, I'm how many years in and I'm finally starting to feel like everything happens for a reason. And it's important that we have these conversations on these platforms because... We live in a social media era where everything looks great. Um, you know, everybody's up. Everybody's, you know, everybody's great. But, you know, that's not always the case. People struggle. Things are not always glitz and glam. So it's important to have these conversations. That's why I'm always ready, willing, and open to have them. Um, and it took me a long time to get here. I probably would not be having this conversation, I said, like I said a few years ago. It's embarrassing things. People don't want to talk about it, right? But it's life and it happens and we all go through it. You know what? I think um, you're, you said it right on, you know, in terms of, you know, the times that we're in right now and just we're at a critical time in history, really, just to really take a stand. And I really appreciate you joining us once again and being so vulnerable for people to learn about you from even the things that you've had to grow from. And I think hopefully everybody that's listening today, if you're, you know, experiencing any challenges, know that you have to do the work. And as you continue to work on it, the opportunities that you're looking for also have a way of working them yourself back to you. Exactly. But you did the work, yeah. you started doing the work and then doors started opening. So, you know, there's a lot of gratitude in your story. There's a lot of faith and faith is a huge thing. And so we really appreciate you sharing all of these gems with us today and we'll continue to highlight it. Um, so please, you know, where can somebody find you? Um, and that's the big thing. Cause I know that a lot of people like, how can somebody find you? You spoke about, you just we live in a time where people could dm their favorite you know are you somebody that responds to your dms like tell us so we know like and i'm gonna hold you to it if she doesn't respond let us know <laughs> um i do i do respond to my dms i do um it might take me a minute because um 
sometimes I just have a, a lot, but I do respond, especially if it's like, if it's a question like about fashion or like, you know, anything to do with the industry and like questions like, like that or mental health, like I'm always very willing and ready to answer those questions. I love that. But don't be sliding into my DMs with no foolishness now. <laughs> All right. You know what? I appreciate that. So don't be sliding the DM. If you have a really good question, do reach out to her. Um, so we're super excited. And once again, if you're looking for Shireen, um, you can find her at what? Triple underscore Rainy with two yeah. eyes. Yes. Or, or with two eyes or B-Y-S-L-R. Yeah. Um, this is on Instagram. And please, we're so happy to have you with us today and really sharing your story and being vulnerable. I mean, this is the most active we've been on our, in, our DM, in our group chat, the messages. Um, yeah. Everybody that participated today, we're so happy. Follow our page, follow Support and Growth. And Anybody who follows me that does not support, I mean, does not follow Support and Growth, do that now. Wow. Run their followers right up because these are the things that we need in our city, these positive things. So let's show the love and support, okay? Because we love this. I'm here for Thank you very much. And honestly, once again, I appreciate it. I'm actually going to give you a call because I want to talk because you're doing such great things. I want to learn more and see how we could continue to collaborate. So thank you for everybody who's been here, the people that was on our first group chat and then came back. Um, we're so happy. And next week, we're going to be here. We're going to have another special guest talking about mental health. I will actually want to plan a behind the scenes. So because of you, I'm actually thinking what a day in the life looks like. So we're going to hopefully we get a chance to follow you on a day and really look at what you, what this grind looks like, you know, because there's so much inspiration in your story. And I would love to share it so that people who are working from the ground up, have a baby, juggling it, they can actually see what it looks like. So we're so happy for you joining us to get today. Thank you. Thank you very much. So y'all hit me up for your fits. If you guys need some clothes, whatever, hit me up. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Thank you. It was awesome.